And the message that I want to share is a message that we started yesterday in the evening concerning the presence of God, the beauty of the presence of God, the presence of God, or the beauty of the presence of God, or be staying and remaining in the presence of God. And yesterday, I shared that um, what it means to be in the presence of God, number one, is to be in God's dwelling place. To be in the presence of God means you are in God's dwelling place. What is the presence of God? The presence of God is God's dwelling place. Number two, the presence of God is God's holy place. And I share that that is why anytime you come to the presence of God, you must observe the holiness of his presence because his place is holy. And if you try to make his place unholy, it will go against you mightily. I remember some time in Achimata school, I saw two people in the church, in the, in the chapel, and they were kissing in the chapel. I see God is merciful. Hallelujah. And number three is that to be in the presence of God means you are in the house of God. And I was explaining that just think about it. When you are in the house of your father, you are not worried because your father takes care of you. And I believe that as children of God, it is very important for us to be in the house of God who is our father. David said today, as we were reading the book of Psalm chapter 52, he said that, but I am like an olive tree thriving in the house of God. David had become an olive tree thriving in the house of God. We looked at the word of thriving, which means to flourish, to be prosperous, or to grow, which means that when you are in the house of God, you will flourish, you will, pro you will be prosperous, and you will grow. Now, we learn that an olive tree is one of the trees that live very long on this earth. And I was given a very serious revelation about the olive tree. And I was saying that no wonder an olive tree produces oil, which means that you will become anointed because the oil represents the anointing. So you become an anointed child when you remain in the house of God. I pray that may you become an olive tree as you are staying and remaining in the presence of God. Amen. In the house of God. Now, this evening, I want to share on how to be in the presence of God. How to be in the presence of God. And I want to encourage everyone to take your notebook, take a pen or a tablet, write something down, and take your Bible as well, because it is a Bible study and a teaching service. All right. So how to be in the presence of God. It is one thing to know what the presence of God is, and it is another thing to know how to be in the presence of God. So many people know church. They know the presence of God. They know the house of God, but they don't know how to be in the house or in the presence of God. And this evening, I want us to study 
this. Amen. Number one of how to be in the presence of God is through the word. How to be in the presence of God is by studying the word or meditating on the word. Psalm chapter one. Psalm chapter one. The Bible says in Psalm chapter one that blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the word of God and who meditates on his word day and night. Verse 3, the Bible says, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruits in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers or becomes successful. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Now, what is the way of the righteous? The way of the righteous is the way of Jesus, the one who works in the path of Jesus. The way of the righteous is the way of Jesus, the one who works in the path of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Now, Jesus Christ said, abide in me and let my words abide in you. Now, if anyone abides in me and my words abide in that person, whatever he or she asks, it shall be granted unto him. Okay, John 15, verse 5 to 7, going downwards. So, as a believer, it is very necessary for you to remain in the presence of God by meditating on his word daily and in the night. It is very necessary for you to stay in the word of God. You see, so the Bible here is telling us that this is what people receive when they remain in the word. They take delight in the word of God. Now, the Bible differentiates these people from the sinners or these people from the wicked wicked men and women and these people from mockers. You know, there are people who are wicked. There are people who are sinners and there are people who mock God. That is why in Galatians chapter 6 verse 7, the Bible says, do not deceive yourself. You cannot mock God for whatever a man sows, that he shall also reap. Now, what does it mean to mock? What does it mean to mock? The definition of mockery. Let us look in the English dictionary of mockery. Mockery means to tease or to laugh as in a scornful or contemptuous manner. To ridicule, to deride, to sneer at someone or to treat someone in contempt. That is what it means to mock. You are laughing or you have become um, scornful. It's not just laughing, but the laughter is in a very scornful way. You deride or you ridicule someone. And so as a Christian, you cannot ridicule God. Don't think you are you are laughing at God or you are laughing at God's people when they are praying. Yes, because whatever that you are sowing, that is what you are going to reap. It is very necessary that as a child of God, you take delight in the word of God because when you take delight in the word of God, you keep yourself in his presence. That is why David once said, Thy word have I hidden in my heart 
that I will not sin against you. David again said, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Those who remain in the presence of God must be ready to take delight in the word of God because the word of God is what keeps them away from sin. It's what makes them stay on the path of righteousness. It's what makes them stay on the way of Jesus, which is the way of the righteous. And for such people, they are destined to become successful in everything that they do. When you read the good news verse, it says that they succeed in everything that they do. I pray that may you succeed in everything you do in the mighty name of Jesus. Joshua 1 verse 8, the Bible says, This word of God will never leave your lips, but you will meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do what is written in it, everything written in it then you'll be prosperous and successful. Prosperous people and successful people, we are not talking about this um, temporary four, four, four by two, four by four, which only comes within a second and then it fades away. Even four by four has even passed. Lamborghini and all those cars that we used to see, this, or in, those, in those days, they used to see these cars, Apotro, Apotro cars, as the, the cars that were um, on point. But today, if someone gives you a portrait, you will not take it at all. You will never take it. So you see, all these things will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. It is everlasting and it brings success and prosperity to the children of God or to the one who takes delight in it. So it is my prayer that from now onwards, may God give you that desire and give you that de delight in his word in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, so... The second point is of how to be in the presence of God is prayer. Now, prayer is very necessary. Let us open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. The Bible says, it was Paul that wrote this. He said that, okay, thank you, God. He said that, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. You see, so Paul, as we all know, was an apostle. One of the people who went through so much persecution. He was arrested. I mean, um, he, he was persecuted. Um, he, so many things happened to him. He was always on the run. Um, he was bitten by snakes. I mean, he was condemned by people, Roman soldiers, and he was even killed. Yes, Paul was beheaded. But this man was a man of prayer throughout his time of tribulation. Now, what does it tell me? In times of tribulation, the only thing that can keep you is prayer. The only thing that can keep you is remaining in the presence of God. And how can you remain in the presence of God? By prayer. We see this COVID-19 season going on, and we see so much chaos, so much challenge, and even the church itself is under attack. We realize that businesses are running. More, more, more things are running. So many things have been approved of by the president, but the church is under serious attack. You can see that most churches have been closed. Most churches have been put to fear. The place where people come and find rest, people come and speak to God and seek the face of God has now become a place of fear because everyone fears that when he comes to church, he will contact someone who has the COVID-19 virus. 
But I'm here to tell you, if the church is able to bring security, is able to bring refuge, is able to preach the word which brings peace to God's people, then that means that the church can keep everyone in the presence of God. Because the presence of God is where there is joy, where there is safety. I mean, think about it. There is, there is, there are so many places that you will find disappointments, except the house of God. So many people, when they are in trouble, they come to church, they receive the word of God, and they are at peace. Why? Because that is the presence of God. And this place is where you can find yourself speaking to God. And so you read Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. Somebody can open with me to Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. What does the Bible say? Over there, he says that do not worry about anything, but instead pray about everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your requests to God or make your requests known to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Which means that whenever I find myself praying, I make my surroundings equipped. Or I make my surroundings effective with the presence of God. What happens when I pray? The peace of God comes upon my life. The peace of God surrounds me. Prayer is a way of communicating to God. So, I mean, once you begin to pray, it's like you are talking to your friend. You talk to a friend because you feel and you sense his presence. So whenever you pray, that means that you are actually talking to someone who carries the presence. You find yourself in the presence of God. That is why it is important for you as a Christian, every Christian, to be prayerful. Because the only thing that can keep you in difficult times, in tribulations and challenges and trials, is prayer. And prayer will keep you in the presence of God. It will take you out of every form of worry, every form of challenge, every form of negativities. Whilst people are struggling, you can see that we are here praying. Whilst people are worried, challenged, you can see that we are here praying. And because we are praying, we, our challenges are there. We, are, we, we might have challenges, all right, but the challenges will not overcome us. Because of our prayer, God's peace, God's presence and his peace will come and overshadow us, overtake it. The Bible says, They that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. So dwelling in God's place, communicating with him, praying to him, will make you dwell under his shadows. I pray that whatever challenge that you are going through, by the prayers that we are praying here, may God keep you and may his presence be with you in the mighty name of Jesus. In this season of COVID-19, the only thing that you can do is to remain in his presence. And one of the ways you can remain in his presence is by praying all the time. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, 19, it says, pray without season. You must be able to pray without season because prayer brings solution. And then the last one that I'll talk about of how to be in the presence of God is to be in church, to be in the house of God. Now, in this season of COVID-19, many people are afraid to go into the house of God. But you realize that when this COVID-19 season came, the group of people that have been making much impact to the world is the church. The group of people that have been making so much impact to the world 
is the church. The church is the only place where you find safety, where you find peace. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. Now, I was listening to my father yesterday and he was sharing something very important. He said, Peter, you are no longer called Simon, but I call you Peter, which means walk. And upon you, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Now, if the gates of hell will not prevail in the church, then that means that COVID-19 cannot prevail in the church. I hope you are getting the revelation. If the gates of hell, I mean hell, an everlasting place of fire where people burn forever, if it cannot prevail in the church, then that means that COVID-19, which also wants to bring destruction, cannot prevail the church. Which means that, or tells me that, it is a good place to be in the church. It is a good place to be in the church. As Christians, let us not be wary in our going to church or finding ourselves in the house of God. For example, we being here, we find ourselves in the church. And it is a good place to be in the church. Okay, so let us read the few scriptures. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. What does the Bible say over there? It says that when Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea, or Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt lose on earth shall be lost on heaven. What does it tell us? It tells us that when you remain in the church, God gives you authority to bind every other thing. I declare that may the Lord give you authority. You see, as you are coming here, may the Lord give you authority. Any sickness, any issue, any problem, as we lift our voice to pray, may all of them come to nothing. You will not contract this virus. I declare upon your life. You will not ever fall sick. People are dying. But you, as you remain in the house of God, in the church, you will not die. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two scripture is from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22. Hebrews 12, verse 22. And I am ending very soon. Hebrews 12, 22. No, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. See, when you come into the house of God and into the church, and when you remain in the church, okay, what happens is that you find yourself in Mount Zion, in the city of the living God, in the heavenly Jerusalem. You find yourself in heaven, basically. And the Bible says that, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering which means that you find yourself in the midst of angels. You find yourself in the, in the presence of the living God. You find yourself in the city where God lives. And I believe that the best place to find yourself to be in 
even in this season and out of this season is the place where god is the creator of the world the city of the living god so one of the ways you can find um you can um you can be in the presence of god is by staying and coming to church all the time coming into his presence we are seeing people neglecting church people saying all kinds of things against the church meanwhile this is a place where god lives god resides see as a child of god don't listen to what the world says don't listen to some small useless information that someone is getting from nowhere the bible has been in existence even before all these people who are saying useless things came don't let anyone deceive you remain in the house of god stay in church they are saying that COVID 19 can you can contract it easily but tell yourself that the house of god is a place where you will not contract it hallelujah and this is a place where you can find refuge the last scripture i'll give and we are done psalm chapter 91 verse 1 psalm chapter 91 verse 1 and i'm ending with this psalm 91 verse 1 the bible says that he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide in the shadow of the almighty which means that whenever you come to the house of god you abide under god's shadows he said i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust surely he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence how to be in the presence of god come to church when you dwell in church you find yourself under god's almighty um, under the shadow of the almighty god god will be your refuge and your fortress he will save you from the foulest snare and from the deadly pestilence i pray that even as you have come here May God protect you. May the Lord preserve you. May God be your fortress. He said, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. May the Lord deliver you and save you from the foulest name and from every deadly pestilence, including COVID-19, in the mighty name of Jesus. This is Kofi K. And it's a blessing to know you are here. Kindly subscribe to my podcast on Apple Podcasts and Podcast Addict on Android Play Store. Also follow my page on Instagram and Facebook with the same name and I'll be glad to hear from you. Stay safe and God bless you.